Episode 393. Thank you all for listening to episode 392, Coding Beefs. I am Gray Lamar, here's the co-host. Just a little late bear. Cody Cool J. Yeah, goddamn right. No dub today. Uh, no parrot either. That's normal, though. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook. Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. Brandon will hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. You can find me in St. Louis. Sean, don't play. With his moe, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, th- thank you, Sean. His, he plays with the next door post, though. So if you ever get it, next, <laughs> next door. Uh, Over the line podcast does not condone what Crandall's Quad Landscaping does on next door. Um, <laughs> <Teens are his laughs> own. But thank you, Sean. Um, All right, Cody, do Cody bought that action. <laughs> thank, get that thank smoke. <laughs> thanks to. Uh, Sparty Steve, and of course, last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Make sure you hit up Connell on datingtransformation.com. Get that free consultation. But in the meantime, get to amazon.com and buy the book. Dating sucks, but you don't. All right, Bear. Uh, we had some, uh, well, I, I did tell uh, Jeremy we'd be ready for him first. We get trivia out of the way since it was going to be late. Um, let's just go into that first before we get into anything else. Uh, Bear, do you have the updated standings, sir? Updated standings for trivia. We have Gray at 81, Cody at 43, myself at 44, Dub at 60, Parrot at 6, Brandon with 0, Shiv with 0, and Peapod with 4. Go Peapod. All right. Uh, And while Jeremy's doing this, I did talk to him. We are going to do Family Feud on episode 399 and 400. So that is confirmed, and we're just going to party it up on the Saturday after. Um, we're going to get into this in a, in a little bit, but NBA Finals start tonight uh, when you're listening to this. Congrats to Gray's team, the Boston Celtics. Thanks to Danny Ainge as they overcame a horrendous start but finished up. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. I wouldn't go that far. He did, uh, he did some of the drafting, but I wouldn't go that far because uh, Brad Stevens did get a lot of that bench. And then Ime Udoka knows how to uh, coach up a team to play defense. So we'll get into that later. Anyway, as they overcame a horrendous start, but finished out strong to win the East, I like the Warriors in six. I just think they have too much firepower. And the Celtics are 29th ranked this year in close games. So I think that will hurt them in the series. Either way, I do think it'll be a fun series. For three points, how many sweeps have there been in NBA Finals history? Closest Hmm. to the number gets the point. Or closest number wins. So it's a good question. That's a good question. How many sweeps in history? I'm gonna, this is a total guess. It can't be that many. I know there's at least two I had to endure, so. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> Poor bear. All right. Yep. That's all that matters. Oh. He only got swept one at once as a cab. No, Spurs, his first one. Yeah, that was the only one, though. No, they got swept by Golden State the year that uh, he yelled at J.R. Smith. That was a sweep. I thought that was 4-1. I thought it was 4-1. Yeah, I thought they won that game. I thought it was a sweep. They didn't win game one. I thought they did win game one. No, that was the game that J.R. ran it back out. I thought they won that in overtime. Well, I already got got my um, answer in. I'll tell you. Well, it's typed. uh, I think they lost that series. I think they got swept that year. Yeah, yeah, I'm know. pretty sure they did because I after game one, they got blown out in game two. I don't remember watching game three, and I don't think I even watched game four. Uh-huh. <laughs> NBA champions. Let's see. List of NBA champions. Yeah, because that's what I thought. That was what, 17? 16? Oh, it was 18. Oh, they won four to four to one the year before. Yeah, four zero on uh, the eighteen. Yeah, so the second time. Oh wow! Yeah, they lost. They lost in six and fifteen. They won in sixteen, and they lost seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, so they beat the Cavs, lost to the Cavs, beat the Cavs, beat the Cavs, lost to the Raptors. Lakers made it. Suns made it. Now they're back. Yeah. 
Huh. I forgot they played four years in a row. I didn't. <laughs> they, they're lucky Kyrie got hurt the first Ooh. year. They, the Warriors were lost that series. Then they needed to Durant to beat LeBron because we all knew yeah. it happened. And then JR blew the first game, even though he really did. And technically, George Hill blew that game. If he just would have made his free throws, it would have been up by four. The game would have been over. Um, but it is what it is. Huh. Well, I got my answer in. I got mine too. Cody. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Go. Five, six, 13. The Celtics had to sweep a shit ton back when they were winning. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Don't of. Count. I was like, this got to be <laughs> bullshit. And that don't count. That's pre integration. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Vargas. Well, I will take my three points. Thank you. I think we're uh, doing the eliminator next. That's when they're uh that's when they basketball shorts had belt loops instead of drawstrings. LeBron on the losing side of two of the ten. Yep. Thanks, Jeremy. Got it. How many other <laughs> jazz have been on? Oh wait, they don't make it. <laughs> um Donovan Mitchell to the heat. At least I was about to say, at least LeBron loses there. The Jazz can't even make it past the first round. So the Jazz in ninety seven lost four two, ninety eight they lost four mm-hmm. two. <laughs> And they're about to lose their coach. He's about to get swept out of Utah, so that works. The only thing that kept them relevant, Mitchell's going to be gone. So I don't know. They're they might be in the cellar. They might be below the Kings next year. Time for time for the return of the eliminator. Go around giving answers, but an incorrect answer means you're eliminated from the competition. Last person left gets five points. Cody may want to sit this one out to protest, but hopefully he participates. Name every movie Hulk Hogan has appeared in. <laughs> this includes straight-to-video movies. Oh, this is this makes me happy. All right, Cody, you're first. 22 movies? Fuck, Terry. There, no, here's one. Uh, what was the one? Uh, the Gawker.com video. The Bubba the Love Sponge. That's Bubba's Bedroom Part 1. <laughs> Do you want me to put that? Yeah, Bubba's Bedroom, episode one. That went straight to video. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, he's out. <laughs> Are you sure? That, that technically was straight to video. Hell, that was the... That maybe that movie, we'll count that. That movie made him the most money. <laughs> He should stay in for just for that answer alone. He is. All right. Cody's still in. Bear. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Nanny. Uh, Rocky three for me. That was not a decent movie. All right, back to Cody. He said the movies, movies he's been in. Yeah. Oh, oh, it includes straight to what? Straight to video. Um, Suburban Commando. Ah, damn it! That was my last one. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> if I know any Hulk Hogan movies. All right. Uh, that was that was Cody. Fair. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, literally, those are, I think, the three that I knew. Um, does WrestleMania three to VHS count? <laughs> no, <laughs> put it put it in there so I have uh, 10 more seconds to think of a movie, right? Yeah, so, three on VHS, whatever, man. He flew back from Japan, he flew back in time from Japan to, to <laughs> wrestle at WrestleMania three. And slam Andre and broke his back. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it went straight to video. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I could, unless they count that Netflix documentary, but I'm out. Bear doesn't. Bear is out. All right. Um, no documentaries. He ends up in. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Oh, fuck. No holds barred with Tiny Lister. Oh, yeah. That's right. Cody. 
That's right. Um, the roadside footage of him picking up uh, Nick. <laughs> Nick's crash footage. I got you from the five traffic points. cam. I got you for five points, Craig. <laughs> I got to come up with one, though. I um, thought he said correct to that. No. Uh, oh. All right. Yeah, see. I got one, though. Um, three Ninjas. Yeah, he was in, like, the third one, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Cody. What's he going to say? <laughs> Need the No. Like. <laughs> It'll count. High noon at Mega Mountain. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go with Thunder in Paradise. (laughs) I thought that was a TV show. Wasn't that a TV show? It was a movie, too. I thought it was a TV show. It was, but it was a movie. So they turned that into a movie? Oh, yeah. That definitely went straight to video. Yep. Oh, hell. Uh, I oh man, I don't know. What the hell? Uh, I mean, he was on a on an episode of Baywatch once. <laughs> um, sixteen left. Jeez, so Pete's babe. This may be Jeremy's best worst question ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I have no idea. I I don't know. Uh, no, no, that was. Uh. Two are still obvious. Two are still two obvious. How oh, they're two obvious ones. There ain't two left. I mean, we count that YouTube video where Ultimate Warrior went in on him for like an hour. No. Any any shoots? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, I don't know. Nah, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, did they uh did they turn oh. that pile driver into a movie? <laughs> pile driver. Is that what it's called? I think so. I mean that's what the soundtrack is called. <laughs> this is Cody kicking out at two and a half. Good fast finish. I'm hawking up, brother. Incorrect. <laughs> I feel like didn't he do like something as Santa? Like beef uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Buff Santa or something stupid. Yeah. I don't know. What are the rest? Maybe. Um it's like buff oh, what the hell was it? I mean Yokozuna was Santa once. Hell, balls behind. Oh, here we go. Assault on Death Mountains. Assault on Devil's Island. Bimini Code. Uh-huh. Nomeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. Goldie and the Bears. Isn't Nomeo and Juliet? Counting Thunder in Paradise 2 and 3. The fact that they. There you go. Santa with muscles. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Muppets yeah. from Space. Kinsey's Island. Yeah, I've seen see. none of those. I didn't even, I've never seen Gremlins either. Yeah. The War to Settle the Score. That wasn't a movie. The damn pay per view. <laughs> Was it closed circuit? Whatever the hell they want to call it. They were all. Yeah, they actually made every more single one is junk. Even Rocky right. Three junk. They, they all. Rocky Three was good. No. What's wrong with Rocky Three? Mick dies, Clubber Lang. All the Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Come here, little lady. You don't want to see what a real man look like. <laughs> this is good for Mr. T alone. <laughs> that had to be very painful for Cody, so I apologize. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Hey, tell him to uh, get in an NASCAR this week. Did he not get in last week? Oh, that sucks. I was wondering who was out. I couldn't I couldn't get my, my shit to upload until I connected to Wi-Fi out at the stadium. I said it. Tell Jeremy it didn't hurt any worse than than that black AR bringing Brooke home. Oh. So so yeah, I, I was gonna say that um I almost had to like screenshot you my picks and, and send it to you because I couldn't get it to load. And then it finally went in and I was like, cause I know you said that would be fine. I just couldn't yeah, win. Money I, I would accept that. But Hey, if, if Wi-Fi doesn't work, not my problem. His email said 7 PM race. So I put my lineup all set for six twenty-seven, and it already had begun. Should have hey. noticed the countdown clock as I was doing my homework. Let him, Dang let it. him, let him know that he's more than welcome to put a lineup in on Thursday when it comes out. And then he can update it. As I've said a million times, and I'm pretty sure when I started it, I say, hey, put in a lineup right when it comes out. So even if your lineup is trash, at least you're getting points. Unless you're that one guy. Didn't he score negative? He almost did. He scored 4.95 points. (laughs) He was at negative 18 at one point. Yeah, Kurt Busch is what screwed me multiple times. Uh for the show and for that. Thank you, Kurt Bush. I would have never – well, for the show, it doesn't count because you don't know where he qualifies. But once I saw Kurt Bush in second, I was like, <laughs> that ain't it. That's, that's like the only dude I didn't play. Yes, thank you, Jeremy. You do put in a dummy lineup. I said that. Thank you. Hey, oh. long season. Still that's right. Four races to go. <laughs> Ton. All right. So back to golf, uh, bear. What happened in golf? Um, well, my pick choked. So Sky Scheffler can suck one. Still haven't won yet this year. Oh wait, did I win yet this year? I don't think I've won yet this year. Uh, no, you nor I have. But we're the top two in points. Nope. Oh boy. Oh geez. We're talking about the Pizza Hut tastemaker. All right, we're not talking about the Pizza Hut tastemaker anymore. Cut the check, Pizza Hut. Cut the check. Um, yeah, Spieth or up Spieth. I'm sorry, Scheffler choked. Shot a 72 on Sunday after leading literally every day. Sammy Burns ended up winning in the first playoff. Shot a 65 on Sunday. Got to the playoff. Had a birdie, a nice long birdie putt to beat Scheffler. Um, so Sam Burns is your winner. Uh, Scheffler should have won, but I guess he sucks. So I guess Jesus, he was seven shots out to start the day. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep, ended up tying. Yeah, Shuffler shot 66, 65, 68, and then 72, and uh, Burns tied him there. So, yeah, all he had to do was make, you know, one birdie on uh, Sunday and would have won, but it is what it is. Um, so, going this week to the Memorial, after the Memorial. Oh, I should – let me uh, go into last week, though. Sorry. Cody is the only one who missed the cut, his uh, buddy Abraham Answer. Sorry, Cody. Oh, Abraham, God. Oh, buddy. Amy Mansur cast a check. That's three missed cuts in a row for Cody after having a decent run. Um, yeah, it's rough. Um, Homa had a 23 for Parrot. Taylor Gooch, now of the <laughs> LIV, had a, a 27 for Dub. Spieth with a seven for Gray. And Scheffler with a two for me, which should have been a one because he's a piece of trash. Eddie Kingston almost fell down the ramp. Oh, Lord. He might be drunk. Memorial this week, Jack's tournament, um, big course, long course, bombers delight. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, bombers win this. Cantlay's won two out of three years. Um, Rom should have won last year. Um, if you recall, he was leading by six and tested positive for COVID on Sunday morning. So he could Which not. was bullshit. That's when I had John Rom, and you guys thankfully gave me a two. Yeah, which which was absolute bullshit. But yeah, this is the tournament. So um, rough one. But um, like I said, long tournament, long grass. If you stay in the fairway, you can score. 
it's really weird. A lot of the scores here range like winning scores are like 11 under, but the cuts always at like two or three over. It's just how tough the course is. If you get into the rough, you're in trouble. You stay in the fairway. Um, the course can score. So I'm assuming that's probably what will happen this week. So you leave it up to the guys that hit the ball long. And Gray, we're leading. So you get to reveal your pick first. I am taking the guy you said has won two of the last three here. Patrick Cantlay. Mr. Cantlay. Well, I am taking the guy who should have won here last year, John Rum. I think he's going to be out with a vengeance, and I think uh, he's going to – He's going to win this week um, after the whole debacle last year. So I got Rom this week. Good warm up for the U.S. Open in two weeks because um, none of them will play here in the RBC Canadian. Dub took Matt Kuchar. So Cody, we know Parrot will get us a pick on Sunday. <laughs> See if we can get Cody. Man, I just want somebody to make a damn cut. That's all. I, that's all. I Wait a second. Cody took Abraham answer last week, and he had Abraham answer at the Mexico Open. Who let that happen? Oh, I didn't let that fall through the cracks. Oh, Gray should be fired from his duties now. That's politics, man. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where were they at last week? Oh, and I'll I'll get you a guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was looking for. (laughs) Um, Let's see. All right, Cody can have Jason Duffner last week. All right, sounds good. Could have been a dick and gave him Justin Thomas. No, I think he probably already took <laughs> Yeah, he did. <laughs> All right, Cody, who are you going to take that you haven't taken? All right, let's see. Well, let's see, man. Let me see. They're down in uh, yeah, their hometown this week, huh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. I'm going to go Cam Young. It's a good pick. Very good pick. We'll see what Parrot takes. Over to NASCAR. Um, oh, really, really quick to finish off on golf. Oh, um, we've got the other match. With uh, Well, no, no one cares about that. Oh, okay. With the, yeah, no one gives two shits about Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Josh Allen playing a golf tournament. Um, they started at six and they're on whole fucking nine. It's been four hours. No one cares. Um, like if you're watching that, you're a groupie. Yeah, I don't even watch that shit. They didn't even have it on it on league today. We were watching college golf. That's <laughs> that's what they were. <laughs> so um, the LIV, the Saudi Arabia tournament, a big name which wasn't expected. Dustin Johnson ended up signing on um, $125 million deal to play in that. Um, I don't know the specifics of his contract or anything like that, but there, all I know is that he's getting $125 million and he was very upfront and said, it is for my family. Um, he doesn't really, Dustin Johnson's job has always been golf. It's not been, I care about the PGA and that he's in it to make money. Uh, and that's what he's doing. So at least he's for it. ain't nothing about it. You get the money, you get the money. It don't matter. If someone offered me $125 million, I'd go there too. And everyone every, $125 million, that would have been my answer. Well, what are you doing it? $125. Um, just to put that into perspective, right? So he's and I don't know if it's I'm assuming it's guaranteed. I don't know. It's the contract. I don't know how many terms he has planned. Um, in Tiger Woods' entire golfing career, career, he has made $120 million in earnings. Now that's not sponsors, that's earnings. So Dustin Johnson is signing a contract to play in this league, which has made more than the most profitable golfer in history, by the way. And Tiger has been playing professionally since 97. So Tiger has been making PGA money since 97 has made $120 million on tour. Dustin Johnson just got a $125 million deal to play in the Saudi tournament. So just, he just lost one sponsor, Royal bank of Canada. Yeah, well, $125 million is who gives a shit to that. But, yeah, so did Graham McDowell. But yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he McDowell, could make with $125 million. McDowell needs it more than DJ does, but I'm sure McDowell's got money. Um, a couple of the other names that we knew we were going, Louis Oosthuizen, uh, Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter. All, they're, they're all going? They're all playing in the first event. They're all in there. 
Um, a surprise one, Taylor Gooch. Um, he's been playing well and just had an interview a few weeks ago stating that he wants to be number one on the PGA Tour in the world. Um, and now he's playing in the LIV event. But again, it's it's money. Um, so other than that. So you said Sergio. Mid-tier guys. Yeah, we know Sergio is already in it. Just, just mid-tier guys, guys trying to make money. Oh, Poulter, I see that. Okay. But the, um, the average world golf ranking – for these guys was uh, 300, I think. So there's a lot of trash at the bottom of the list. Um, so it's, it's just going to be top heavy. You're going to have a lot of DJs and Polters and these motherfuckers winning probably. Um, so it'll definitely be interesting, but their first tournaments in London. So it'll be interesting to see how they, uh, how that all fans out. And if more PGA guys go there, but the PGA came out and said today that if you play in the LIV, that's it. It's one or the other. You're playing. You're playing either in. You think they'll actually stick with that? I mean, they can. They're more than welcome to. It's it's their it's their league to decide on. So if that's how it is, then you can certainly block these guys from playing. But um, interesting that Phil Mickelson isn't in it after all the shit he's been getting. So he's not even. And this this is all like run by Greg Norman, right? Um, I like think. He- like, he's a part of it, right? Yeah, he's not running it. Um, I think he's he's in a. I'm sure he's in an upper management role, if we were to put it that way. So, but yeah, it'll be interesting. There's risk pun- risk punishment, which could include suspension or loss of tour membership. Hmm. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. That's for sure on how they go through all this and and how it runs. But other than that, we'll focus on the memorial this week. Yeah, so when is when is this event? Him. Real quick. Sorry, Cody. No, no. I think it's next weekend. I think that's the event. Wow. I think. Sorry, go ahead, Cody. No, I was gonna say I had talked to Dustin Johnson earlier today, and uh, you know he left me some comments, and he ended up leaving me a voicemail. So he called me, and I was at work. But uh, this is what he had to say, you know, about you know his contract regarding all that. <laughs> so there's a hundred hundred guys playing or of the right now there's 16 overall there's 16 players in next week in the top 100 only two are in the top 30 dj and louis Usazen. louis yep um yeah june 9th through the 11th in london um they'll be in portland june 30th july 2nd Bedminster, July 29th through the 31st. They'll be in Boston, September 2nd through the 4th. They'll be in Chicago, September 16th through the 18th. They will be in Cody's favorite place, Bangkok, October 7th through the 9th. They will be in Jeddah in the Middle East, October 14th through the 16th. And they will be at Cody's second favorite place, the Blue Monster at Trump National Doral in Miami, October 27th through the 30th. That is their schedule this year. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight events. $125 million for eight events. Not bad. So they're guaranteeing them 125 is what you're saying. I don't know that for a fact. I'm not okay. I'm just saying that's it's that's what it seems like. Maybe it's a three-year deal, four-year deal. I don't know, but I'm sure those contract details will be coming out soon. So I just saw too. Um I I don't know who he was. Maybe you do bear. Three-time PGA Tour winner Bart Bryant, 59, killed in an accident. Yep, car accident, sadly. Um, I think, actually, he is – I think he's one of the guys who, I think in the players, um, ended up beating Tiger after 36 hole, not 54, but 36 by, like, the most strokes ever back in, like, 05 or something. I think they were tied, um, and he ended up beating them by, like, eight or something like that to win the tournament. Um, yeah. Interesting little tidbit there. Got a few wins on tour, but yeah, it's it's too bad. Never good when I mean fifty nine. He's he's young, so that's unfortunate. Hopefully, it wasn't anything like a drunk driving accident or something. But. Hopefully not. Um, over to well, the other one we mentioned earlier, we found out died. Marion Barber, former running back, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, wild. Saw that. Yep. Um, all right. So this week, NASCAR, new track, right, Bear? First time? 
Yeah, the uh, WTTR, um, really in St. Louis, but it's a mile and a quarter track, which they don't have on the circuit. They got a mile and a third and a mile, but they have no mile and a quarters. Um, so this will be the only mile and a quarter on the NASCAR circuit. So it should be a very interesting race. Um, I don't know how exactly they're going to do it this week, but um, definitely uh, an interesting race it is going to be because it's it's a short track. And um, a lot of the guys who dominate on short tracks, I think a lot of us have taken. <laughs> so um, your, your favorites are Larson, Truex, Kyle Busch. Those are your top three, um, which I think most of us have already taken. So I know I've taken all of them. Yep, I know I have. I don't think uh, I don't think Cody's taken uh, Kyle Busch yet, has he? I don't think so. Um, Bear, you're uh, so the Coke Six Hundred. Denny Hamlin won by what default? Every it seemed like Ross Chastain dominated the race. Suarez was up there too. I know, and then. Um, Dawson Dillon is the one that he didn't really cause the wreck, but he just had a big run and got wrecked on the last lap. I mean, and he was up there right at the end too. So who was winning on the last lap? Was Denny winning? No, it was, it was Ross. Um, and Truex, I'm sorry, not Truex. Um, Dillon got a, just a huge run and overtook him and they went four wide into the turn. And I think, um, it was Larson Hamlin Dylan and Chastain. No, not Hamlin. Hamlin was back. There was somebody else. Regardless, um, Larson uh, or Dylan got in the front of Larson. Larson just couldn't get out of the way and spun him out. Or, well, wrecked him into the wall pretty hard, I should say. Not his, no one's fault. I mean, he just got too big of a run, and Dylan was out in no man's land. So um, he got hit pretty hard, and they went to a green-white checker. Or Yeah, it was at the green-white checker, so they went to a second overtime green-white checker, and that's when Hamlin ended up getting the lead and had fresh enough tires to get out there and, and get the dub. Pretty good race, though. It was it was a very enjoyable race. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. i got to see the slate wreck. I'll check it out. But uh, So Denny Hamlin won. Kyle Busch was second. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Kurt Busch finish 31st. Uh, Sindrick for Parrott finished 34th. Jones for Cody finished 14th. Reddick for you finished 6th. Austin Dillon for Dub finished uh, 22nd. So you're up this week. Yeah, um, and a lot of my short track guys I've already lost, and any other short track person that I'd want to pick, I'm probably going to use on a road course. So I'm going to get a little uh, get a little wild this week, and I'm going to end up going with um, – I'm going to go with Justin Haley. I, I just, so. yeah, I just watched this last lap. Um, or, well, what would have been the last lap? That was a wild, um, wild run through because he got, he got up there and uh, Ross Chastain then got a run and then Dylan tried to come up on Larson and got spun out. Nice. It was it was wild, but Haley's done decent at the short track, so we're gonna try to plug him in this week and hope he can get me a top fifteen. I thought this was a road course because I didn't look into this because I just see three hundred and you know naturally assume road course when I see three hundred. Um, so I assume it's a three hundred lapper. That's why it's three hundred. Um, so I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna stick with the guy I put in there. I thought it was a road course, so I went with him, but I'm gonna take Christopher Bell. I thought it was too. And then I saw their go to Sonoma next week. So I was like, there's no way they're doing two road courses. And then they got that quick trip 250, which is also a road course in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, which is a new track as well. So I was like, there ain't no way they're doing three road courses. I thought they raced it that last week though, or last week, last year. Did they? I thought Chase Elliott won that one. Oh, maybe he did. I don't remember. Lake Wisconsin. What's that? I said I have to look because yeah, I don't I don't remember that. Road courses aren't usually very memorable. Road America, Elkhart Lake. Uh yeah, they did it in nineteen fifty six and then last year, Chase Elliott. Okay. There Fourth we go. of July Fourth of July last year. Same same thing this year. Just July third. Yeah, because Xfinity has raced there every year since two thousand ten. Okay. Damn, Michael McDowell won it in 2016. Nice. Hmm. Interesting. 
Christopher. Hey. Oh, that's out. God damn it. Fuck. Son of a bitch. All right. Cody, who are you taking? Chris Boucher for dub. Let's see, man. I don't know. And barrier ahead by, I think, 18 points now. We just go back and forth. I need you to, you know, get a 34th. But then what'll happen is then what'll happen is I'll get a 35th. Also, just sign with me. <laughs> uh, oh no, wait. I'm gonna go with uh, let's see, where are we at this week? Oh, Illinois, Illinois. First time. Madison, Madison Illinois. Let's see. We look like Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Uh, no, I think I picked him already, though. Who? Cole Custer. I think I picked him. You did? Yeah, did. Husky Brown. Oh, yeah, he was Custer. Husky Harris. That's right. And nope, I just picked him too. Dang. Uh, you know what? Oh no, he might actually finish though. Uh, yeah, give me uh Harrison Burton. Okay. Sounds good to me. Moving on. All right. Uh. NHL update. We just had the we got the Western Conference final. That was what Edmonton and Colorado eight six in game one, right? Uh, fucking baseball game. Just wild. Score more than baseball. Yeah, I'll say score more than baseball. Yeah. Yep. And then the Eastern Conference final right now. It's Wednesday night. It's five to two Rangers over the Lightning. Yeah. Rangers at home up 5-2, which is good to see. I'd love to see the Rangers beat the Lightning so we don't have a chance at a three-peat. Um, but, yeah, the Colorado-Edmonton series is, is going to be wild. It'll be some fun. Connor oh, McDavid, man. Dude's the, a stud. the Rangers just scored, so it's 6-2 now. Wow. Mm-hmm. And let's uh, let's bear, because you've been at all the home playoff games for the walleye, haven't you? Or most all of them? Um. Yeah, except for the first series, yeah. And they won uh, out in Utah, so our game six tickets turned into game one tickets, just as we had hoped. Yeah, uh, but when you when you buy alleged game two tickets, um, they don't count for shit. So yay, love love the walleye and their great promotions. So it was a little frustrating, but yep, Friday night game one Kelly Cup finals, so we'll be there. Me, you, and Cody is my guest that night. That's so. Three of us will be there. Cody's going with me on game two as well. Him and Shiv going to game two. So we'll be there Friday, Saturday. I'm still I'm still on the search. Still on the search. But we'll find some tickets. If not, I'll be we'll probably be downtown. And if I, where do you watch that down there when you go down there? Uh, we watched it at Fleetwoods last uh, Friday night, but it was garbage. Um, they can't even hold a tab there, so Maybe Frickers next time. Yeah, because right now they still only have, what, standing room only probably? Uh, yeah, but people are selling tickets. Someone will get rid of their tickets. So I'll find something. No, the only standing room they have is, like, club seat standing room only. That's, like, 25 bucks, like a normal seat. It's like, it ain't worth it. Damn, club seat has standing room only? Jesus. Well, yeah, they got to sell as many tickets as possible. Yeah, it'll be be interesting. So what do you have? Game one, game six right now? Game one, game seven. Game one, game seven. Yeah. And then so if game seven doesn't happen. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> and then awesome. uh, if it goes to seven, at least you'll be there. I'll be out of town. So uh, that'd be dope if you're there. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Be very nice. But we'll see. I saw the first ever series is the walleye. They played Florida Everblades. In their first home series, they played the Florida Everblades as the Toledo Walleye. There we so go. One, one of those big fans that's always at the games. He had put that on that uh, on the Toledo site. Yeah, it should be it should be a good series. They're both really good teams, both offensive minded. So it's going to come down to it's going to come down to the goalies and who can stop more. But 
that's the good thing is I could definitely see it going seven, but it should be a pretty good series. So yeah, we'll see. Which part of Florida is Florida out of? No idea. Never even looked at that because Florida just beat who? They took out Orlando, Newfoundland, or oh Newfoundland. Sorry, mm-hmm. Newfoundland. Uh, Florida Everblades. They are out of Cape uh, Coral, Jack. Fort Myers. There you go. Their affiliate is the Predators. Makes sense. Right. None of the Florida teams make them the Predators. Tampa, right up the road. Yeah. <laughs> Makes zero sense. Whatever. Um, all right. NBA, we got our finals, as we mentioned earlier. We got the Celtics and the, uh, the Warriors. I guess uh, we don't really need to talk about much of that besides game seven was in Miami and uh, Boston won, what, three games in Miami? So the home court didn't really matter because they lost. Uh, they lost two in Boston. Yeah, in Boston. I think this is the first series where both home teams had a losing record, like at home in the conference finals. Yeah, it was just wild. Boston was one in, or uh, no, they weren't the home team. So they were three and one on the road, and one and two at home. <laughs> be a good finals though um i think it's gonna it's gonna come down to it's gonna come down to how the refs call it it's gonna come down to uh if they're gonna let marcus smart play defense or if they're gonna call him for ticky tack fouls that's how this series gonna that's exactly how the series is gonna go why is he around there flopping all over the damn place oh he's going to that's what he does defensive player of the year to flopping all over the damn place you don't get no flop warnings could have been be getting block warnings as defensive player of the year. It could have been Gobert. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean that I think that's what it's gonna come down to. It's gonna come down to it's gonna come down to how they call it. And if they let them play defense, the Celtics obviously are gonna have the advantage. If they don't and they call a lot of fouls, then uh, Golden State's gonna have the advantage. Um but in my NBA preview, I'll probably go um I'm gonna go Celtics in six. I think that uh I think that old old Clay baby is is he's gonna have to show up because we know Steph chokes in the big moments, so we'll see. Cody, uh, and it's it's gonna, it's gonna come down to if Golden State can take care of the ball. They seem to get big leads and then they start playing around with the ball, and I think they're still like and. Uh, they were top, I think, 10 or something in the league in turnovers. So, I mean, that's going to be – that's going to play a big part. And, you know, it depends on how well Boston is shooting because they seem to – they seem to be Golden State light from – you know, they're like Golden State from like 2017. They just chuck up 53s and, you know, we'll see what happens. But – um I just, man, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't think they have enough on the, on the perimeter to handle with Golden State, especially with Clay coming off the bench or even Steph coming off the bench. So uh, I'm going to say Golden State, Warriors and six. And uh, this is one of those times I'm not going to bet against my team. So I'll, I'll go Celtics and seven because that's what they'll do to me. And uh, I, but I agree with you, Cody. Um, what will help them is Golden State is a high turnover team. If they're playing the defense, and like Bear said, if the refs let them play, then Boston could easily win in five. I know Bear had mentioned that when he and I talked about it. But um, you know the the thing that you just said, Cody. If Boston builds a lead, which they are pretty good at building a lead they'll turn around and just keep shooting threes and miss a shitload of them and let the team back in the game. And it pisses me off every time it happens. I'm like, oh, boss is up by 14. Oh, they're going to shoot the next six shots are going to be threes. And they're going to miss them all, and Miami's going to come back and tie the game. And it pretty damn near close. Happened every time. That's what they do. And, I mean, really, they were a Jimmy Butler three away from blowing game seven. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. That that was that close. And – Thankfully, I didn't catch that three because that would have gave me a panic attack because I was sitting there trying to <laughs> sell shit. And I look down and I'm like, all right, I look up, look down, and I see it's 196 and they got the ball. And I'm like, okay, cool, it's over. I was like, Jesus. 
Orford didn't play well in game six or seven. You know, they just got to play good defense. And, you know, Adoka is, is – that's the difference with them is he uses his bench properly and they play defense, something they didn't do under Brad Stevens. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, and Golden State's bench almost came back on Dallas 30 points down. So uh, they got their hands full, man. Oh, it's not going to be easy. But you know yeah. what? I, I didn't even realize it until – Somebody pointed it out to me. I think Jake Parrott pointed it out to me. He's like, hey, do you, do you realize this? The three teams they've knocked off are the three teams that knocked them out of the playoffs the last three years. I'm like, didn't even realize that. Yeah. Usually when they're knocked out, I'm, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm done with it. Yep. It, it should be a good series. Should be good I hope series. so. Should be fun. Uh, game one uh, tomorrow, tonight, for when you're listening to this show. So, See what happens. Should be fun, and they have several days off in between. I think most games they have two days off between, and then there's a yeah. few they have one. Yeah, and they all start at nine o'clock, so I know that I'll never watch a fucking game. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. the dumbest thing in the world. Yep. At least it's not starting at ten because it's out in California. <laughs> I mean, the Celtics going for what title number four, five? It's five, uh, right? Number five. It's 18, you some bitch. Number five. One more it's, than the Lakers. It's, it's 706. So in care five, the time right? when we no one was alive and watched them in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess Cody, title number five. Yeah, number five. Yeah, number five. What three for Bird? One for uh one for uh Pierce. Pierce and Garnett and Allen and Hopefully one for Tatum Brown, Horford. Horford's first finals, by the way. Been in the league for damn near 20 years. And can we stop trying to give Alf Horford this lifetime achievement award? Like, like he was just like this dude, like he ain't Mitch Richmond, all right? Damn. He makes a difference on that team, though. No, I guess. He does make a difference for them. I mean, when you blocking Jimmy Butler at the rim, when who's never been known to be a high flyer. <laughs> but, hey, man, at least he's doing it. But, all right. So, wrestling, uh, AEW, double or nothing. I mean, we pretty much – it was a predictable pay-per-view. Everybody had more than eight except Bear. But uh, – Because I took the unpredictable picks like a normal – Yes, he did. Like he... But, shockingly, they went right by the, the, right by the script. Script. Pretty much. Um I I was uh, ten and three. Everybody else but Bear was eight and five, and Bear was six and seven. So, um, because but but Bear's logic made sense. I don't see them putting on the Owen Hart Memorial two heels, and, <laughs> and they, that's what they yeah, did. Joe, oh yeah, two heels, yeah, yeah. And I just went for. I thought they do heels because Owen was primarily a heel, so. Um, just made sense to they, me. They just did it because it's fucking Cole and Baker. If they weren't together, it would have never happened that way. They're just trying to appease everybody, which is why the company will fail, which is why every single fucking match was super predictable. They had a cool title, though. I didn't know. I was like, what the hell is he holding? And more Britt Baker's was cool. Had the pink strap and then had the had – a, I didn't know they gave him belts. It's obvious I didn't see anything. I mean, this pay, everyone bitches about WrestleMania being so long. Dear Jesus, this pay-per-view was – That's fucking, exactly – paper was fucking yeah. stupid. I fell asleep and Me woke – It just wasn't ended, the main event. Right. That's I what I told – This pay-per-view just ended like uh, about 35 minutes ago. That's what I told Peapot. I'm like, hey, um, you know, 13 matches is kind of ridiculous. And – he didn't say much to it, but he did at the same time. So, 13 I mean, matches 13, is kind of nuts. 13 matches that could have been on TV. They weren't yeah. even pay-per-view quality matches. Yeah, and then and then you have the, then the CM Punk and Hangman match. Was, it was fucking terrible. CM Punk is shit, but they, they put the title on him. My God. Hangman literally led him through that match. Punk messed up like three times. It was just uh, – it was brutal. It was that was hard to watch. He's they're lucky I got a nap in, or I wouldn't have given two shits about that. The reason why I watched it, the fucking it was Nyquil Sunday, as Coco said. I was kind of shocked that uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus won. So Parrot obviously got that one. 
kind of that was probably the only one that wasn't predictable because I figured Christian Cage was going to turn on him, and I still thought he was when he had Jungle Boy up on his shoulders. I thought he was going to give him the old back uh, electric chair, but didn't happen. He should. He a bunch of nerds anyway. I Goddamn agree. nerds. But the rest <laughs> of it is just ugh. how do you let how do you let Brian Danielson and John Moxley lose to Cody's best friend? Chris Jericho and a bunch of scrubs he has around him. Edna. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That was so the three of us went by logic on that one and we all lost. Yeah, just just dumb as could be. And the Hardys, that was stupid. 100 percent stupid. Terrible match. Yeah. And it makes no sense. What's the story? What what's the story of the Hardys beating the Young Bucks? The, um, you know, the there's no fucking story. The the amazing part about all of this, if this was WWE Hell in a Cell or whatever pay per view they would have had, everybody would have been shitting all over this card and all these results. You know, oh, absolutely. Like, like the the whole internet would have blew up because of every match like that and all those results. But you know, AEW does it. And you know nobody says a word. This, this is insane, man. It's insane. Yeah. And the best and the best story they had going was MJF and Wardlow, and they just had Wardlow just straight fucking squash MJF. Like, why? That's that's what started the show. Why wouldn't you have them have a good match? They could have put on a really good match, make it to where MJF's about to beat him. Wardlow pulls something out, fucking gets him. But no, we have them powerbomb them 67 times. That was stupid. Just never mind the yeah, never mind the fact that Warlow got the match because they redid the Cody storyline that MJF did with Cody. Which is another thing. If WWE recycled a storyline that damn soon, people would have shit all over it. Yeah, but yet, you know, if we shit all over it like we are now, then all of a sudden, you know, we just haters. Yeah, we're we're AEW haters. Shit. Yeah. No, we're not AEW haters. It's a fact. Right. Hookhausen, clear as day, was going to win that match. Jade, at no point, Anna Jay even have any business being in that match. The Samoa Joe and Adam Cole could have won either way. And actually, I thought it was a it was a good match. That wasn't a bad match. It wasn't bad. Right. I enjoyed that match. Britt Baker and Ruby wasn't that great of a match. Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. Not that great of a match. Jungle Boy, not that was just they just threw that one. I mean, it just felt like a filling. That was right. Dude, that was just spots galore. Jeez, it was terrible. Uh, the anarchy in the arena match wasn't even paying attention to that match. It was so I knew, yeah, I, I, can tell you, I didn't even waste time watching that match. I think that's the one I fell asleep on, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty <laughs> sure when I fell asleep, that's how good that was. Um, the House of Black and Death Triangle. It was okay at best. Um, but a what's-her-face came to House of Black. Who was with Pillman Jr.? Oh, yeah. Um, I can't think of that girl's name now. I can't either. Uh-huh. So she's with House of Black, which so right. that, I, I, I can dig that. That's good. At least they're getting something else in there. It wasn't a bad match. But Hardy they'll swear up and down. They'll swear up and down. That's long-term storytelling when they just waited three months to have her join them. True. Instead of uh, just having her join them, you know, the week right. after she got spit in the eye. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a little bit, which is good. There's some things that were good. The Bucks and the Hardys wasn't that great of a match, even worse as a fan. I mean, just just stupid. There's no point for Matt and Jeff to win. I just – I don't get it. Yeah. AEW – Terrible. AEW is impact with a trust fund. I don't even know where Darby and Kyle were on there. I'm assuming they're after the uh, Anarchy in the Arena match because I didn't see that one. I'm assuming I fell asleep. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was in my nap time. And then, uh, unfortunately, I had to watch Men of the Year and Paige versus Frankie, Sammy, and Tay just to watch stupid-ass Sammy Guevara make out with fucking dumb-ass Ty Conti and uh, then get their asses beat. Dumb. Was not great. Was not great. They're starting to lose steam. They or the pay per views were something that was decent for them. Their TV shows suck. If you can't put together a good pay per view every quarter, 
you ain't gonna survive much longer. And that's the thing, you got four months to come up with a pay-per-view. And this is what you came up with in four months. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, they do pretty well in pay-per-views. Remember their barbed wire exploding death match? <laughs> yeah. So um You mean their our, you mean their um Sparkler. Their their sparkler match? Yeah. Yep. So, um, updated standings, me at 48, Parrot 42, Baron Peapod 38, Duh, or, uh, yeah, Dub 36, Cody 33. And this weekend we've got, I can't do it because it'll hurt my voice, Hell in a Cell. Uh, it ain't even hell. It ain't even rage in the cage. Like, we just, we just got matches and offense. Yep. Hence an offense. Yeah. All right, so um, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. Dub's got Seth. Bear, what do you got? Um, I mean, I'm going to go with Cody. This this isn't going to last forever. Yeah, I'm going Cody, too. Cody. Cody. And Peapod with Cody. Uh, Next, triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair, the champ, against Ashka and against Becky Lynch. Bianca, Ford up. Bear? Yeah, Bianca. She ain't losing. Also Bianca. Cody? Bianca. Speaking of, man, did you see um, the the five minutes I watched Raw? Um, freaking, oh, my gosh. Not, what, oh my, what is her husband's name? Um, God dang it! Who Bianca Montez Ford? Yeah, Montez Ford. Hey man, I want to ask Montez Ford. Hey, how long you been out? Like, he he was jacked. Yeah, like he just been in the six by nine, just doing push ups and squats all day. Yeah, he's pretty big. Um, next, Bobby Lashley. In a handicap match against Omos and MVP, Bobby for Dub Bear. Yeah, this this is about to be done. They got to do something else, so I go Bobby. Also going Bobby, Cody. Yeah, give me Bobby. Bobby. Get Montez Ford ready for that heel turn. Bobby uh, for Peapod. All right, um, Ezekiel Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. Ezekiel for Dub Bear. Yeah, I haven't been paying attention much to this, but I have a feeling that it's still the same and someone's going to come out and distract Owens and Ezekiel's going to get it. They'll probably have a lookalike uh, Elias or some shit. So I'm sure this will keep going. Probably the only entertaining storyline they have right now. Yeah, I was going to go Kevin Owens, but he's beat him a couple times in a roll-up. So give me Ezekiel. I like your theory there. Cody? Uh, I'm going to go KO. All right. And then uh, Ezekiel for Peapod. Theory, your U.S. champion against Mustafa Ali. Theory for Dub, Bear. Yep, I'm going to go with Theory. Also going with Theory. Can't spell it, apparently. Cody? Oh, no, you spell that P-E-B-O-P-A. G-I-L-E theory. <laughs> no. All right. And then uh, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Liv Morgan versus Judgment Day. Judgment Day for Dub, Bear. Yeah, give me the former pay-per-view. <laughs> also the same. I think this might be where uh, Finn Balor yeah. turns his back and goes heel, joins Judgment oh, Day. Oh, God. No, great. Now we're going to have the demon in the Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah, I say that uh, Rhea beats Liv here. The Judgment Day, also known as the the Ministry of Darkness, presented by the Gideon. Where's um, where's old Thunderdome at? Why is he not on the card yet? I don't know. There, there's all this shit on like live. He's probably doing a movie. There's all this shit he's been saying on live events that he's taking time away at times to go do Hollywood mm-hmm. shit. So he's doing the Brock Lesnar thing. Well, I figured he was going to do that. Yeah, that's why they should have taken the fucking title off of him, put it on broccoli. 